So we have been blessed here in the state of Michigan to have several outstanding research universities. And for the last 20 years, under the Bayh-Dole Act, when they have a patent, uh, they get to keep the proceeds from that. And it's led to uh, decades of development of very important breakthroughs. They get to market quicker uh, because of that. But now the Biden administration wants to make a change uh, that a number in the industry think would be a giant step backward. Among them, Dr. Stephen Rapundolo, president and CEO of the Michigan Biosciences Industry Association, which has witnessed many of these breakthroughs really bear significant fruit. Dr. Rapundolo, good morning. Good morning. So uh, we, we seem to be riding a horse that is a very lucrative one. What is it the Biden administration wants to change and why? Yes. Well, so let me just take a step back and I guess explain to your uh, listeners uh, what is Bayh-Dole and this whole issue of margin rights. So as you said, back in 1980, uh, Congress uh, passed bipartisan legislation that for the first time allowed research institutions like Michigan, Michigan State, and Wayne State and others that received federal funds, for example, from the National Institutes of Health, uh, that to allow those institutions to patent uh, those inventions, and then in turn license those inventions to private entities who would then start a company and commercialize those project, uh, products uh, to market, whether they be drugs or medical devices or what have you. Um, and really what that uh, created uh, was a whole you know, era of innovation, and as I noted uh, in an op-ed in the Detroit News, uh, our research universities have benefited greatly. We've, it, it has spurred, um, you know, a whole cottage industry in the biotech, pharmaceutical, and medtech space here in Michigan. Uh, and now, as you say, uh, the Biden administration is trying to essentially rewrite the statute um, through uh, interpretations. And currently, there's a public comment period that's about to close next week. Um, seeking input on um, on what they're proposing to do. And, uh, doctor, these universities are taxpayer-funded institutions. You got the University of Michigan who, um, you know, has brought in, Badol has brought in more than $269 million to U of M in royalty revenues. What do the taxpayers get out of this? Well, uh, most, you know, to start with, uh, just, um, the fact that new discoveries have been have been made, um, they also uh, get um, that these companies um, are formed, um, that they uh, thrive, which means that there's an economic impact in terms of new employment, long-term uh, you know contributions to the local and regional economies. Um, so it, and, and in our case, in the bio industry, um, I think it's well over $40 billion uh, that goes into the Michigan economy and employs 44,000 people directly. So there's, there's a lot of benefit aside from the benefit that ultimately uh, we all garner uh, from the products that are, that are developed and make it to market to save lives and, you know, and change lives. Uh, Dr. Rapundolo, could you just clarify, what does the Biden administration want to change? What would be different? Yeah, so really what they focused in on was this so-called clause or provision in the Bayh-Dole Act that relates to, uh, quote-unquote, marching rights. 
And what Baidol did was um, they put in place this, this as a safeguard that basically says uh, the government could pull back uh, or relicense a patent uh, based on some very, very specific, four specific criteria, and then turn around and relicense them to somebody else for essentially the greater good. Um, and what the Biden administration and, and other um, folks who are um, really um, trying to uh, address so-called high drug prices uh, have basically said, well, the Bayh-Dole Act and the Marching Rights gives us the vehicle to do just that. If a company, if we think a company's drug prices are too high, then we should just be able to go in, take their patent away, and give it to somebody else who's going to make the same product for a less price. Well, the problem is that there's no such language or, or you know, allowance in the Bayh-Dole Act. And in fact, Senators Dole and Bayh have repeatedly said over the years that the Bayh-Dole Act was never intended to do that. Um, and um, so it's not in the statute, and the Biden administration would basically just reinterpret the law, which is, I think, uh, I'm no lawyer, but um, I think there would be some question on constitutional grounds about whether that could be done. Well, again, if, if you're going to uh, shorten the life of that patent, you're also disincentivizing the commercialization and ultimately a lot of the research dollars that are going to flow into these things if they don't think they're going to see a fair return on that, right? It undermines oh, the whole system. Oh, absolutely. And and this is not just for public universities. It's for any entity, uh, including nonprofits, that receive federal funds. So it could be uh, we have several nonprofit research institutes in the state um, and others. So, no, this would really completely blow up the innovation um, economy, uh, and not just in the biosciences, but across other technology areas, and really kind of throw us back to pre-1980, where I think, if I remember correctly, less than 5% of the patents were, you know, were, were actively commercialized and licensed. I mean, it would just be uh, devastating, and it really would put us back uh, or put us behind other major research economies, and not the least of which the Chinese, um, you know, who are nipping at our heels. Is it a better way of, uh, of, of doing this, doctor, without, uh, you know, really having a, to, to blow up the patent? Uh, yes, they should stick to what the law says. It was a very well-conceived uh, law. Um, it has been working with tremendous results and outcomes. Um, not only for research uh, activities, but for people's lives. Um, you know, why, why, why um, you know, fix something that's not broken? Right, but uh, you, you would acknowledge, though, that the high drug prices are an issue. Can they be, is there a way we can address it through the patent system without upsetting the apple cart? Well, I think there are, there are certainly grounds for uh, having a dialogue about supposed drug prices. Uh, some of that is going on in Congress as we speak. Encouraging uh, generics, uh, things like that? Encouraging generics, but also taking a look at the entire supply chain and who's involved and where's the money flowing. Um, you know, the, everybody's quick to vilify, um, you know, the pharmaceutical uh, industry. But in fact, they're not the ones um, that control what you and I pay at the pharmacy. 
And so what goes on in between? And so I think Congress has begun um, to, to do that. Um, you know, solutions haven't been put in place just yet, uh, but that dialogue is occurring. And I think we need all the players around the table um, to participate in that discussion and then provide meaningful um, contributions towards, um, you know, towards a solution. Dr. Stephen Rapindalo, uh, the president and CEO of Michigan of uh, Biosciences Industry Association. We invite people to read your very thoughtful op-ed in the Detroit News, and we thank you for your time and your attention to this. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. You managed to simplify it so we can understand it, which Mm. is no easy feat. (laughs) Um, Do uh, do take care. You know, we saw this... With with you know the, the uh, Hillary Clinton did this where she beats up on the researchers and developers for being greedy, but doesn't acknowledge the fact that you wouldn't even have these drugs were it not for the profit incentive that is there. Kill that, you're going to kill the research. We'll be back.